Hello, and welcome to the Spruce Goose Podcast. This is Spencer. I'm here with uh, Justin. Oh, yep. And, <laughs> and uh, on today's podcast, uh, not a lot of news. Uh, show season finales. We kind of screwed up with our last podcast and said those were the season finales, but they were some of the season finales. These are the other season finales. Actually, the two we really, really wanted for uh, Gotham and Flash, which were out of this world, but we'll get to that. Um, we also have a, a little bit of new news. Not too much is going on. You know, things are slowing down right now. Um, we're getting to a slow point until August when Suicide yeah. Squad comes out. But, um, oh, you know what I totally forgot to watch on Friday? So new... Uh, was it this Friday? Yeah. New episode of The Preacher. I totally forgot to watch it. You know, I still haven't sat down and watched the first episode. I, I didn't get a You'll chance to. You'll do it. You'll get to it. I, but that's that's going to be our summer show that we'll end up talking about because it's based on a comic book series. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we get a few more shows coming out this summer that, you know, we'll just talk about and, and stuff. And that show, that show for the podcast going forward is going to be a little more explicit than what we've done in the past because there's a lot of cursing and... And sexual related content in that show, like a lot more than anything we've discussed before. You know, I mean, Flash is kind of like very good hearted. They're all very like good hearted, family oriented shows from the CW. But uh, Preacher is like that. Uh, that it's a little more explicit. I mean, with a character like R Space, I mean, it's it's a very serious show. Yeah, like it's it's a serious show. Yeah, and you know what sucks is um, Seth Rogen's a big part of that, from what I understand. And it, and I and I think if this does well, they're going to start getting back in line with doing um, the Sandman series. Like they were with with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that actually happen, where they decide to just bring that back. Mm-hmm. I think I think it'll take off. I, I think this darker, grittier uh, balance is really nice to have. Um, I also saw X Men Apocalypse. Uh, Justin hasn't yet. Um, I'll, I'll give my two cents on it. Uh, but overall, like, there's not much to say about it. You know, go and see it if you want. So yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's start off Gotham. Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, so Gotham season finale was incredible. Uh, probably by far, not just like one of the best season finales I've ever seen. Like literally, it was that good. Uh, from the very get go, it, it felt like like this season finale is where Gotham really planted its roots going forward. It was the the the, the direction was beautiful. The camera work was, I mean. I mean, look, Gotham has always been great with the lighting and the direction, but they really like like solidified what they're going to be doing going forward for season three, and and it's all led up to this point. Like this season finale is really what what is what everybody wanted to see going forward for season three. You know, we're through all the BS, we're through all the origin stuff, we're through all the the building of things. You know, like like the world of Gotham is is it, you know what's interesting, and I didn't think about this, and I'm surprised like people like Paul aren't like I mean he he watches Gotham, but. It's interesting to see the process. He has watched Gotham in a little bit. Yeah, I think he, he stopped. He did, I, well, he couldn't have. He's been. He had a baby. Yeah, he's been. He's been. Oh, congratulations to Paul on the baby. Um. Anyway, um, what I really like when I started thinking back to where Gotham is now and where it was, um, I really like seeing the world building concept because that's what you're getting. You're seeing Gotham come to life. The Gotham we know and love now. You know, we are. We're okay. So we. We're in a world right now where Gotham Gotham was a baby, okay? Gotham has grown up over two – has really grown up over two seasons. Oh, yeah. We've gotten to see uh, the characters grow. We got to see the city grow. We've gotten to see the villains grow. We got to see Bruce grow. So we're, we're moving through the pre-Batman timeline perfectly. You know, they wanted to focus completely on the police department and the villains – that run the city like Falcone. Um, there was uh, what, what um, uh, starts with an M. What was the the other dude's name? Ooh. Who who got killed? Because Fish Mooney's gone. 
There was Falcone, and there was the other oh, guy. Um, uh, starts with an M. Um, shoot. Um, we'll think of it. We'll get back to it. But there were. It's the other crime family. Yeah. Like, so. Um, yeah, man. Falcone was a long time yeah, ago. You see what I mean? So that's how we started out. And then we got some villains. We got some real deal villains. The Riddler came to life. Uh, Freeze came to life. We got uh, Azrael came to life. We had uh, Riddler. Oh, you said we had the Huntress, but not really. Oh, you know who? I'm surprised. Um, I don't. I don't remember if he's a Batman villain. The the um, who's the really big guy that used to bodyguard for the Huntress's parents because they were a mob family. Yeah, he has this weird name. It's a two part name. Yeah, he and he's like uh, he's Mag, like he's, he's, Magda, he's like the king Magda Magdagonian or Magda, something like Mag, that. Magdingo or something like no, that. Something, I, hold on. I'll, something I'll, crazy. Like, but I know you're talking about. He kills the huntress's parents. Yes. So, um, where's I going with this? Oh, so she's sort of in this, but I'd be I wouldn't be surprised to see him. That'd be awesome. But uh, I'm gonna get his name. I'm, I'm I'm kind of really pissed that I can't figure this out. Yeah, yeah. No, I know um, Mandalay or something like it's, that. It's what's one it? of those names. Uh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get right. it. Don't worry. Um, so no. So what I'm saying is, is that. Gotham is really grown, and now season three is going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about what happened in the finale, but season three is just going to be. A, I mean, I don't think, I don't think the Flash, I don't think Supergirl, I don't think any show is going to touch Gotham for at least another season. This season of Gotham, season three is going to blow everybody else. Out I of have water. a feeling after season three, we're going to get the concept we were talking about where, um, where. They're going to do the Court of Owls, and then I think Bruce is going to leave. And then they're going to come back like eight, like five years later concept. Mandragora. Steven Mandragora. Mandragora. That's who it was. Mandragora. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like this like this is what's going to push Bruce to leave. Where he's going to go, Yo, I, now, need to, I need to train. I need now, to seriously train. I don't think she that uh, Galvan's sister was Huntress. Because she wasn't Huntress. Yeah, but we, we thought she was. No, we thought she was Copperhead. At first, in the very beginning, oh, when she first appeared, right. we thought she was copper. I thought we were t- we said yeah. she was Huntress. No, no, um, yeah, no, no, no. Was was there a Huntress on the show? I thought no, that was that was Arrow. Huntress was on Arrow, and she was done terribly. Ugh. Was oh yeah, oh, was like oh. such a like ugh. that. She was done terribly for that show because like they didn't even wear the right costume. Like like, like nope. I love Huntress's costume. I've always yeah, it's it. very cool. Yeah, it's got, got like that, a, yeah, it's very slate messiah. And, like, yeah, it, you know, it's really cool, and you know. I mean, she has a great connection with um, the question, obviously, which is cool. Who uh, who needs his own show? The question. Yeah, he does. He. So what's funny about the question is, is that the question of Batman between the two of them, no one can investigate better than no one investigates anything better than those. And he's two. a redhead. Ah, yes. It's funny. One thing I love about him, like he's one of the only characters who does it, is he actually has red hair and he like spray paints it black when yeah. he's in costume. Like that's really like that's kind of cool. And he wears a hat. Yeah. So, um... The, the, you know they're going to change that, though, because they whitewash everything. Yeah. Every ginger is cut out. Like, he's not going to be a even, el- even Elastic Man. Uh, him, yeah. Him, Archie, was was made into a brunette. Sorry. I know. So, um... This is why we have to video do these, like, in the future, because people need to see... Like, we'll get there, you know? Eventually. <laughs> so, uh, you need more people to listen first. <laughs> so, um... To generalize this, uh, we were talking about the question for a minute, and I was going to mention to you that uh, because him and Batman are just so smart, they they know 
They know everything before they're going into it. They know everything that's going to happen. So it would be awesome to see him even make an appearance in Gotham. And him, not the new 52 yeah, girl. Him. I don't want the girl. I want him. Vic Sage. Remember, it's that far back, so it would have to be yeah. him. But uh, I can't wait for season two. So let's talk a little bit about the season two finale. So uh, we start sort of with Clayface is pretending now to be Bruce. Jim Gordon. A Bruce, oh, Bruce, Bruce, and Jim Gordon, and it was so funny because like he, he played was so bad. He but played so good, himself so bad, but so good, but so good. It was nice to see Ben McKenzie step outside of the Jim Gordon character for a minute. You know, because sometimes I'll be honest, Jim Gordon's a very stale character. Yeah, he, you know, he's he's interesting, but he's very stale. And it was nice to kind of see a, a bit more of Ben McKenzie's acting chops and something a little funnier. You know, I like that. It was a little humorous, which was cool. Um, yeah, so. He he does that, and obviously it's Barbara who figures out who he is, like right on the like literally. Like it was so funny. Harvey couldn't tell who he was with that whole like, Harvey's, yeah, Harvey's, you know, Harvey's back. dumb. <laughs> Harvey's just hey, so dumb. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. All right, it's up. That's okay, Harvey. That's what back. he's been doing. It's it, it was so it, like even if we didn't know, we knew. It was just it was so bad. Yeah, they could have like not shown the whole beginning part with Clayface, and I would have known like something was up. But um. We, uh, oh, but Barbara figures out who he is, causes a ruckus, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then she smacks him in the face, which was so cool when he turns back and his face is all like, play face. So, um, Fish Mooney also like, uh, I mean, moving past the clay face. Cause after that, it's just like clay faces, you know, whatever caught or gone or whatever it was. Uh, Fish Mooney escapes. Her power is so interesting. It's amazing that Jada Pinkett Smith is such a great actress. They made a part for her and then brought her back. Oh, because she's amazing. Amazing. She's a powerhouse actress. Oh, yeah. No, she, she really is. She's, she's top tier. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like, you, you ever go to, go to a job and it's like you're overqualified? Wait, like, two. Uh, they made a part for her. Yeah. For her. And it's a good part. It's not like Diggle from Arrow. It's like... He's the worst. Like, Fish Mooney is like a real... Is like a really good uh, character overall. Um, so... Um, you have Bruce and Lucius. Right, who were trapped and they're being interrogated by uh, the Riddler. Which I love that we can call him the Riddler now. We don't have to call him like Edward Nigma. It's like he is the Riddler, but he hasn't announced. He hasn't made the name the Riddler yet. You know, like I'm waiting for him to come out and be like, "I'm the Riddler." He hasn't put a title on himself. No, he'll get there. He's free. Yeah, and uh, and he and I love like and and one of the great things about the scene where they're standing in there is when he's asking him those questions is to get to see Bruce break down the questions. Even as a young kid, you can see, like, like the detective nature he has. And he's like, no, 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 it's not that easy. It's not... You're right about the detective nature, but he's curious. Mm-hmm. That's what brings him to be Batman. He's He was curious about who killed his parents. He was hell-bent on finding out who killed his parents. Now he knows it's the Court of Owls. Now you know he's going to go after the Court of Owls. Skip to the end scene where we see Lincoln March, or Marsh. You really know how to pronounce it. I'm going to go Lin- with Lincoln March. Lincoln March is Owlman, and he works for the Court of Owls. But he's basically Bruce's clone. Mm-hmm. In the comics, and, they and, said and he was he, identified but, as like his but, little. But that's brother the thing; he's not old enough yet mm-hmm. to be the actual Owlman, as Bruce isn't old enough to be Batman. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see them go down d- like definitive paths. No, what's cool is is what was the animated movie called? It wasn't Son of Batman. It was after that. It was the one where Damian Wayne is. 
is um is, is taken under the wing of Owlman. Batman vs. Robin. They, no, but it wasn't Owlman. That was Talon. Talon, Talon. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's and that's who I thought like we were initially going to get was a Talon character. But um, I guess the Lincoln March thing is just where they're going. But it was really cool because um, once everything goes down and then you get to the end of. I mean, I guess we'll just jump because that's really what I want to talk about is the Lincoln March character is you get to the end and the bus crashes and there's that old lady who like opens the door and all these weird creatures come out. And some of those creatures were weird, man. I couldn't even recognize half. I, I know. It was because it was a lot of like hazy shapes. Yeah. And then like he stands over the woman, the Lincoln March character, stands over her. And, and at first I thought it was a woman. I thought it was like a woman character. And then like the blurriness gets clearer and he goes, thank you. And you're like, oh my God, that's Bruce. But you know it's not Bruce. And I thought that was really cool because, uh, you know, then I investigated. And at first I thought it was Kane, but uh, then I found out it was Lincoln March. Yeah. Which uh, they don't, I mean, they don't even say who it is, but that's who that is. Yeah, I mean, Because be. the main villain for next season will be the Court of Owls. Yeah. It's a whole thing. This and is going to be an entirely Bruce-based And um, this is where you're going to get those, a lot of those shots directly from the comics. You're going to get That, you're going to see a lot of Batcave. You're going to see a lot of Wayne Enterprises. It's, you're going to see him... Maybe Lucius starts to make him some stuff. He asks for some things. I want to see him learning to fight more. I think you're going to see, like, um, I think th- what you're really going to see Bruce start to do is more, you're going to get to see the, the, the technical side of Bruce. Not so much the fighting ability. It's going to be more detective-based. Like, I think you're going to see a lot of computer skills from Bruce coming in and how to do certain things. And Lucius is going to build him devices that allow him to, like, hack into certain things and get security information. Yep. It's going to be a little more like that. And then on the side, he's going to be, be training. It's going to be more fast-paced, too. Yeah. And he's going to be training with Alfred and learning a little bit more about, you know, fighting and such. Which is cool. I like that Alfred's taking on that role as a character. Another cool scene we saw was, uh, I, I, I loved, I know you loved it, is equally as... Uh, Equally as much as I did was the scene where uh, Freeze and Firefly are shooting at each other. Oh, and they make like the steam. It was very similar to the the Flash episode where Happy Wave, and Heat yeah. Wave. I loved it. Uh, but it was all it was also really weird to see that Hugo Strange had hit dead on and nothing happened to him. Yeah, and like his face is burned and then he's fine. I think he's a robot, bro, or something. He look he he's experimenting on himself. Like that scene was like, yo, there's like, how do you come back from that? He like, has to be like, he was like, how do you come back from that? You know, like a direct hit from both of those. They're not going to cancel each other no, out. Yeah. You know, exactly. half his side, half of his body should have been burnt to a crisp. The other half should have been frozen. Should have been dead. Yeah. So something's going on there with Hugo strange. And the weird thing about him too, was like, he was really scary. Like not scary. He was scared. Like that was what was strange. Like how scared he was. He was like, "Oh no!" I like he started to sound like like uh, like um, like Count Dracula at one point. I was like, "What's going on here?" But um, yeah, I thought that was a great scene and getting to see Freeze and uh, and Firefly go out. It was really really cool. Oh, and, and we'll talk about that. I just wanted to pull it up <sighs> and getting um to see uh the like. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about Hugo Strange. Right, so, like, uh, Hugo Strange goes out, and, like, now you're going to get to see Hugo Strange kind of take on... He was a villain, but you're going to get to see him take on a villain role in that, like, that like dark, like, make-your-own-layer kind of thing and, like, do experimentation not being funded. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, like, weird. He's going to get more patience. It's going to be a very Frankenstein-ish. Yeah. Where he sets up his own lab and does experiments. And I mean, I, I tried to recognize like some of those, those, those creatures. No, it's, uh, what's the, Cadmus. Yeah. It's going to be like Cadmus. Yeah, I was trying to recognize some of the creatures at the end. but like Couldn't do it. There's weird. a short person and yeah, a woman. Yeah, what was that like weird with the little, like that flabby little tiny guy? Uh, you want to jump on Flash? 
Yeah. Flash season finale. <laughs> we had a lot to talk about with that. Yeah, the Flash season finale was incredible. Uh, I mean, there are some discrepancies I had. There was a lot of talking, but they had to close some things out. But um, A lot of talking. Way too much talking. Yeah, but in the end, it was like... At the end of the day, I called it. That's all that matters. I call everything. <laughs> I'm not calling it genius. That's right. Our predictions are just out of this world. I was so... I. I was so on the money before they made that Garrick announcement. I yeah, knew it. I knew it. We can look back and just to call that the the Flash, the Jay Garrick being his dad, and they they screwed with us again, just like they did with the guy, the man in the yellow suit. They screwed with us again yeah, because we the initial guy, Jesus. The, oh no, right, no, right, I just right, I, right. I drank that coffee, so I'm getting a little bit of indigestion. Um, no, no. Um, so they uh, they end up showing, like, the guy who was originally in the mask was a much younger person. And then they switched it. And, like, the, when you see him in the mask at the end, you're like, that's that's John Wesley's shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know it is. Like, he looks so much older. So. And uh, they go from, like, I mean, that was obviously a, a mildly big reveal. And I love the costume he wore. Very old school. Uh, very cool. And you know what's interesting? So I rewatched season one. And... When you see him going back, like when they're going there, Reverse Flash is going to go back to his time and the, the Jay Garrick hat comes through. It was interesting because you see that and he's like, and Reverse Flash is like, that's my cue to go. Like he knows what was coming and like all that. It was very interesting. And and one of the things at the end of that where he's like, he's like, that's not mine. Like that's not my hat. He's like, I don't wear that. <laughs> he's like, but I will. He's like, he took something from me. I'm going to take something from him. And he wears the, you know. Yeah, thing. which he should. Yeah. I mean, it works. It works. I don't know how that stays on when he's running, but. Neither do I. Whatever the case is. Maybe there's Velcro. I'd like to see how fast Jay Garrick is. Yeah, I'd like to see him. Like, I, I mean, he didn't run once. Very so fast. He is stupid fast now. Oh, oh my God. He's ridiculous fast. So they go through, and um, this was, like, a lot of stuff happened really quick. Like, you got to see Cisco like, straight up just, like, destroy... Like, like he, his powers came out full blast. Like, no, no question. He was just opening like, up portals, right? Like it was nothing, which was good. I'm glad they did that. There's no I, hesitation. I, I wanted to see his powers develop more. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. So it makes the show a lot more fun to watch. Well, because he's very subtle about his powers, but they're they're good powers. Yeah, I'm just curious to see because one of the things that was interesting is like at the end, Jay Garrick is like, Jay Garrick's like, we're gonna go to Earth two, and from there I'll get you to Earth three, instead of him being able to open a portal to Earth three. He can only seem to open a portal to Earth 2 right now. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like, can you only get to one Earth from, like, if you want to go to Earth two, Earth 3, you have to go to Earth 2 first. If you want to go to Earth 4, you have to go to Earth 3 first. So it's here. It's interesting. But well, what I, what you, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, what I was going to tell you was, now that we, since we, you know, well, we'll get to the end and then I'll say what I was going to say about Earth 2 and that whole theory that I had. Yeah, that's what I was going to, I was going to bring I'll, that I'll up. Get, I'll get to that, but let's get, let's get to the end. So, so in this one, you get... The, there's a big point where, uh, like, you know, the, the, the revolution is coming and all this. And there's – one thing that was very strange is, like, because you had brought this up, was that he took Barry's powers and then he needed Barry's help to make the thing you do that he was using, like, operate. Because he probably needed two people to go that fast. There wasn't enough speed for himself to do it. Right, because, like, one thing we had said is if he's building a time remnant, like, one thing I was curious to know was whether or not the time remnant he – he creates is that does that separate his powers into two or does that thing have an additional amount of like power correlated to i don't it? know you know what i'm saying I, like but it's it's an interesting thought yeah. no for real it's it's a great thought 
Yeah, so like, and that's kind of what I thought. I was like, well, he might be able to make time reference, but that doesn't mean that he's creating more speed. He's just creating the same. He's, he's pulling. It's the same amount of power coming from the speed force. Yeah, it's no extra power. It's not like the more remnants you create, the the more speed you're gaining. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's a stale. You know, it's a. I think I think they have the equal amount of speed and stuff. It's just that when you think about it in that retrospect, the time remnant isn't there forever. Mm-hmm. It's meant to go away eventually. Mm-hmm. So. Let's say he had speed for five five to ten minutes and then the remnant somehow dies off or whatever it is. The power is only diluted for a small amount of time, but it's not permanent because it's a time remnant. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with, you know, they have to die. Yeah. That's why they kill both their time remnants off. Yeah. It's against the speed force or something, yeah, some shit like yeah. that. It's very – so and it was interesting because like, like Barry creates a time remnant without anybody even knowing. Like, we didn't know, the team didn't know, he creates this time remnant, and then the time remnant, like, literally commits suicide. Like, it let you yeah. see, like, how, like, Barry's a true hero. Like, he does not, like, he will die if he has to. He'll give yeah, up everything. Absolutely. You know, and, like, like literally that's what happened. Like, yeah, he lived, but he also died. He also killed himself just to, so people could live. Like, that's incredible. Uh, well, so, anyway, he goes forward and... Um, so yeah, he runs around in the machine and uh, he creates a time remnant, and then the time remnant dies from that, which was really cool. Because he ran so fast, so that's how you know how fast he can actually run. Yeah, because so, so what I'm thinking is he created the time remnant while doing that, or, what, or, or earlier when nobody what was watching. What was the villain's name? Was it Godspeed who ran so fast? Like the uh, Batman tricked him to run so fast that he gave his life. No, that was that was Johnny Quick. Johnny Quick, that's yeah. right. He ran so quick that. That he he like he burned himself out. He aged yeah. like yeah. acceleratedly, like which was really interesting. And that was interesting because I mean, Batman basically killed somebody in a sense. Yeah, which was cool. Um, but he did it for the greater good. Know, that's what you do. You know, you need the Flash. He knows that. Everybody knows you need the Flash. Like like they they solidified it. They've solidified in the universe that the Flash is like the moral compass of the Justice League. You know, more so than even uh, Superman. He's just like uh, he's everything to to to. Um, to, to the universe. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see the Godspeed character come into play, though. It's not going to happen for a while. And we'll get to that, because that's part of Rebirth and such. But, um, yeah, so then I guess let's just go to the... Well, so so before the final wrap-up of the Flashpoint Paradox scene, they, you know, Jay Garrick is found. He's wearing his costume, and he wants to... And he explains that he's from what they would consider Earth-3. Yeah. And Jesse, Jesse and, and Wells decide to go back to Earth-2, and they're going to help him... But they're going to take him to Earth 2 with them, and then they're going to help him get to Earth 3. And that's where I'm going to let you take over for the theory you would come up with about that. So this is what I think. I think that since Jay Garrick and Jesse Quick and Tom Cavanaugh or, or Harrison Wells went back to Earth 2, I think that somehow Je- Jesse will get her speed, and then Jay will be her mentor. And then on Earth 1, Wally will get his speed, and Barry will be his mentor on Earth 1. Then on Earth 3, we'll see another speedster, but we don't know who that's going to be yet. Because we have Supergirl on Earth 3. Barry can travel. He can bring Jay. He can bring Wally. He can bring Jesse. He can bring Jay. He can do that. But there has to be an Earth 3 speedster. Now, maybe Earth 3 speedster is Johnny Quick, and he's a villain, but we don't know that yet. And that's a huge possibility that you get. 
See, Sonny you know what's interesting now that I just thought of it? Maybe Jesse Quick's powers haven't kicked in because she's not on her frequency from Earth 2. Maybe. So, like, when she goes back, she could get him instantly. Yeah. Because, like... But it's interesting that Wally hasn't gotten his yet. Yeah. And, he and like, tell me in that final shot where he, like, t- where Barry touches and you didn't think, like, yo, his speed yeah, is... of course. I really expect he was going to get his speed, but that'll come in, in in Season 3, which will be cool. Um, What was the other thing that we had we had thought up? Oh, so wh- I remember when we were talking, I was like, yo, it'd be really interesting if what they did is going forward because they, they've already announced that Tom Cavanaugh is going to be a series regular. Yeah, I have that in the news. Right. But that's fine. Well, I'm just jumping to it because yeah, I fine. feel like there's a great concept that they could really pull by by building the show in a way that you could have a spinoff for just Earth 2 and it would be Jesse Quick and Jay Garrick. Like, yeah, but I don't think people want to see that. I think they want to see all of them working together. Yeah, but Earth 2... The coolest thing is going to be the crossover when you get all four speedsters and then we plus get to finally find out plus, where Yeah, plus LOT. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there has to be a really crit. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to pull out of their ass for that, but we'll see. So, be, but there's so many possibilities. It could be your Infinite Crisis. It could yeah, be the Infinite Crisis yeah. story. Yep, because like that's what's going on right now. Is like Infinite Earths. Yeah, yeah. They're showing that, and like things are getting a little convoluted. I mean, they're doing a good job of keeping things together. Crisis but, on Infinite Earth. That's yeah. probably that's that's what they say it's going to lead to. Like right right now, you're going to get Flashpoint Paradox, and then it's going to it's going to punch into Crisis on Infinite Earth, and that's what we're going to end up getting. That yeah. could be very cool. And it's going to be interesting because I feel like um, – I hope they – I feel like once they meet Supergirl and they learn about her, they're going to – you're going to get um, – <laughs> you're going to get um, – because they don't know who Superman is. They don't know who Superman is apparently because like when he went there, he didn't know who Superman was, right? Like, like when, when she yeah. was like, he didn't know that there was a Superman. Anything. He doesn't so, know anything. So I feel like they're going to learn about Superman and maybe be somehow interested in it. Like, you know, figuring out like his backstory and maybe how that correlates into their world. But, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll find out. So the big thing that happened, I guess, moving forward would be, uh, the Flashpoint Paradox scene at the end. Like every, which was cool, but it was also weird because it didn't make a lot of sense because it's like. You remember when you're like in elementary school and they're like the worst thing you could do in writing is make everything a dream at the end? Like, oh, and then I woke up. Yeah. And basically Barry just kind of negated everything they've worked so hard to do. All those people died and he – like he could have gone back and see, at the end of season one, at the beginning of season two and done the Flashpoint Paradox but didn't. And now he did. It's weird. So it kind of negates everything they did, which I was a little upset about. But the Flashpoint Paradox story could be really cool. I just – my issue with it is the fact that you – in the Flashpoint Paradox series, Wonder Woman is a big part of it. Aquaman is a big part of it. So how are they going to bring that into play unless they play that in the backdrop? You know what I mean? Like how is it going to be part of the story if in the story those are two major characters? Different Earth. Even though he's uh, disrupting the time. But it has to be whatever. something big though. I don't know. That's the thing. I, I, I can't even tell you. I haven't even thought about that yet because it's just that it's too much to think about. Well, Ron had made a good if point. If he changes the I, timeline, then who knows? I mean, it may Ron, not even affect that Earth. Maybe not, yeah. I don't know. Ron made a good point. said he would like to see them do the Flashpoint Paradox story up until the winter season finale. And then the second half could be something like Grodd. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see a non-speedster-related character, to be honest with you. I, I don't know why. I'm very, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the Grodd concept until I saw it on the show and how well they did it. And I think it would be a great, great character. Gorilla City and all that stuff. And I think the Earth they sent Grodd to is our Earth, to be honest. Because the Earth Barry's on isn't our Earth. It's not. That's not That's not like the Earth. It's Earth 1. It's not Earth Prime. Right. I think that's where Grodd went was Earth Prime because that's where Gorilla City is initially. 
And I think that's the earth, like, with all the heroes we know. Superman, well, oh, oh, no. That's um, like your Justice League team. But then who would be the Flash? Wally West. You have to remember. After but the, if Wally West is Kid Flash on Earth 1, yeah. why would he be but the after, Flash on... But after Infinite Crisis while, and Barry dies, Wally West... That, you have to remember, our Flash is not Barry Allen. We know who Barry Allen is, but the, the Flash we grew up with is, just Wally, like on the West. Justice, is Wally West. The okay. Red I mean, Wally yeah, West. I mean, that makes sense. So, I mean, it could, I could be wrong, but... Who yeah. knows? It's just good. It's good to discuss. But it's um, going to be interesting to see them go to other Earths and, and see the concepts. Like, maybe they'll go to Gorilla City. What they did was they opened a book... That with blank pages. That's exactly what they did. They can write anything they want right now. It'll be gold. Yeah. Because they know what they're doing. And with oh my God. Like, who has no idea what they're doing. And they're never going to fix that show. Well, I spoke to and Ron Steve, and he said that. Steven, you saw Stephen Amell. I forgot to say this. Stephen Amell um, was criticizing everyone for saying how bad season four was. And they changed the Arrow subreddit to Daredevil. Because Arrow's so bad. We were calling that from the get. From season three we were calling it. And we stopped. We I I tried punching through season four, and I couldn't do it. That's well, how bad that I was going to watch the season finale. But I spoke to Ron, and Ron told me that he's like he doesn't even matter. He's like it was awful. He's like there was, there was he's like it was very um, underwhelming. Yeah, they said it was literally just bullshit. Nah. You know what? You know okay. You know what Arrow is? Arrow is an episode of Dragon Ball Z because they talk for twenty seven minutes. And then for a minute, 30 seconds, they fight, and then that episode's over. <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? That's what DBZ is. Yeah, All DBZ they do is, is talk. Yeah. talk. Talk, 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 content, content, content. Fight time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even care about it anymore. I hope that show ends. Like, I'm, I'm dying for that show. I'm ends. done. I'm done with it. They can replace it. Yeah. And I'll be happy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this new news. Okay. So, and then we'll talk about Rebirth. Yeah, and we'll just get to that. So... Uh, the new Spider-Man animated series and the future movies that are going to be the animated movies that we're going to get, like we're getting uh, the Killing Joke in August, also. Right. I keep forgetting Which about where that. they're going to reveal the Joker, the Joker's true identity. Did you see that Rebirth? Apparently, there's three different Jokers. Yeah, bro, and they're like weird looking. We'll get to that, but uh, we'll talk about Miles Morales is the new Spider-Man. Yeah, going period. forward, no more Peter Parker. Series. Peter Parker is the, the the movie franchise Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and Miles Morales is taking over the animated side. Yeah. Uh, we've already spoken about the show uh, Legion mm-hmm. that's going to be on television, but now we know after X Men Apocalypse that this show is going to tie into all the future X Men movies. So it's sort of going to pl- it's sort of going to play off how Marvel's uh, cinematic movies play off of AOS, or a- sorry, AOS plays off of the big movies. So that's what's going to happen with Legion. But I, I think Legion is going to be a better show. I think Legion is going to be really good. But they have to pick a really good concept because. AOS is doing a great concept with the Inhumans. They picked an amazing starting point, which was that, which is the Inhumans are like massive in in, in comics. They're, they're huge. Yeah. So Legion's going to have to do something just as big in order to get up there with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is blue. Uh, last bit of Marvel news is that Netflix is delaying uh, Daredevil Season 3 because they want to... Pr- first, first they want to premiere Luke Cage. Then they want to premiere Iron Fist. I think they're going to do a Season 2 of Jessica Jones. Yeah. Then they're going to drop Defenders, The Punisher, The Defenders. Then they're going to drop Season 3. So it's going to be in like two years. Yeah. You're going to get a Daredevil series. It's going to be a while, unfortunately. Which is fine because he's going to make appearances on all those shows. Yeah. He's, he's going to be on every one of those. I know. Because he's the centerfold. He's the glue that's going to keep them together. 
He is the defenders. Like, yeah. He is the turners. Well, Jessica Jones. Yo, that, that Punisher show is going to... Oh, it's going to be nuts. Amazing. It's going to just be straight blood Yo, if everywhere. you thought Daredevil was dark... You have no, uh, yeah. You don't even know the rabbit hole you're going down. Uh, quick DC news. We already spoke. Tom Cavanaugh is going to be on season three. As a regular. Uh, your boy, Wentworth, Willer, Wentworth Miller, is just donezo. But he's got Prison Break, so... Yeah. He'll I'll be, be honest, I watched Prison Break and everything was good. The last season of it sucked, though. We're bringing it back, so we'll see what happens. And then uh, actor Jesse Eisenberg is confirmed for the Justice League movie as Lex Luthor again, so that's okay. awesome. I think we're going to get his uh, mech suit in this one. Yeah, like he's been it. around Kryptonite for... Now he's trying to figure out how to kill Spider-Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> Superman, and he is... He has... He... He has Kryptonite cancer. Hold on. He's he involves himself with kryptonite for an extended period of time, which then develops into a cancer that there is no cure for, which then brings on the mech suit. So yes, that's what's gonna happen. I, you know, it's weird because like I feel like the then only reason to bring in Jesse Eisenberg again would be if when you do another solo Superman movie, you're gonna do Brainiac. Sure, because because if he is if, if it goes down the route of the mech suit because he has the cancer. You know the cancer's cured because Brainiac takes over his body. Yeah. So I feel like, and I've said it before. I think like that's what they're gonna do. I think the movie is gonna be Dark Side. Like the Justice League movies are gonna be Dark Side, and the next solo Superman film is is Brainiac. And the second Justice League movie is gonna be Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Calling it. You calling him? Calling it. Amanda Waller is gonna. The Justice League. That means we're gonna have to get a Watchtower. The Justice League. The Justice League is too powerful. Amanda Waller wants it stopped. She sends a Suicide Squad after them. So that and then they turn on Amanda Waller. Everyone does. I think. I think we're gonna. You think we'll get a Watchtower? Why not? I would. Love I think it. we're gonna get the the just the Hall of Justice first. Then we're gonna get a Watchtower. Cool. That's awesome. We'll see. We'll see how the whole space aspect turns out. Well, that's what, that's the door they're opening, you know. And I I also read an article. I'd love to see Mongol as a, a as a villain? as a villain. Also, he'd be such a good villain. War World? That would be cool. I read another article that says, like, clearly and definitively, clearly and definitively, the Justice League movies will involve Green Lantern. Like, yeah, they he, have to. He is, well, no, in the opening, uh, in the shot, Jordan. Yeah. In, in the opening shot for, like, that picture you see, you don't see a Green Lantern. You know, the, the picture they released of everybody? He's not there, but I read that he's a big part. Like, he's going to be have a huge part in the movie. You want to talk Rebirth? Yeah. Shortly. Yeah, shortly. Um, so... For those who don't know, okay, so so DC has this big thing about doing reboots frequently. Like they're huge on doing reboots because what ends up happening is like your your golden age heroes, you know, your originals, your you know your original Superman, your Batman, your original Flashes, your Alan Scott, you know, you know, as uh, the Green Lantern or the Green Guardsman or whatever. Yeah. All those. So what ended up happening is they had written these stories and things were getting a little crazy. So a guy comes along and he says, okay, we're going to reboot everything. What we're going to do is we're going to keep what we like and we're going to remove what we like and we're going to separate it into a bunch of worlds. Like we're going to have different worlds, you know, like Earth 1s, Earth 2s, and, and, or, or he makes like basically two worlds. It's basically Earth 1 and Earth 2 and takes the characters you don't like and reboots people like the Green Lantern, reboots the Flash, gets rid of Jay Garrick, brings in Barry Allen, gets rid of Alan Scott, brings in uh, Hal Jordan. Brings in Hal Jordan. And so on and so forth, and it goes like that with some characters. And people got a little confused at first when they saw that. So what ended up happening is they explained it as there being two separate Earths. That we, the new one is Earth 1, the old one is Earth 2. So 
They do that. But then again, same thing happened where things got very confusing. So 52. Right, no, no, no. So somebody comes in and they do infinite crisis. Ah, yeah. yeah right. Okay, okay. So that's where infinite crisis comes in, where they say basically everything gets mashed together and we're, and some things die, some things get kept. What we like gets kept. What what dies dies. So in that concept, you lost people like Barry Allen and you got Wally West. Yeah. You know. So and that worked for a while, and then again. Things got really crazy because you had all these different Earths and all these different characters and nobody really understood and the backstories of everybody were kind of like strange. You know, like it just got kind of crazy. So they did Final Crisis and then they went to New 52. And that's where they basically started from scratch. Like they said, we're going to redo everybody's origin. We're going to bring back the characters that everybody likes and so on and so forth. And they brought back – they brought back Barry Allen. They brought – you know, they brought back a lot of older characters and they revamped their backstories. People like, you know – I mean some of them they kept like Superman, the Batman yeah. they kept. But – Everything got changed to the New 52. So after New 52 happened and they did everything they did and went to Convergence and all that, things again have become very convoluted, very crazy, and they're doing Rebirth, which is another reboot. And a lot of people are upset at this reboot because they grew up with, you know, they grew up with these original characters and they're basically getting rid of everybody. They basically shit on everybody. Yeah, they're literally getting rid of everybody. They shit on everybody. I think the only, like, they're getting rid of Batman and they're officially bringing in Batman Beyond. Terry McGinnis is the new Batman in, in Rebirth. That's great, no though. Bruce Wayne. You know? And Red Robin. Who's and Jason, uh, who's Tim Drake. Yeah. So Tim Drake is now Robin, period. Yeah. So so that's the, the new concept going forward. And Which there's going to be a Red Hood. There's going to be a Nightwing. Yeah, you're keeping Terry a Terry McGinnis is Batman. I'm sure there's going to be a Bruce Wayne, but it'll be old Bruce Wayne. And I think they're getting rid of Wonder Woman and making Artemis the lead in that. I think Artemis is going to be your new Wonder Woman. Concept. Interesting. Yeah. Why? She doesn't even have... Well, no, she Amazonian abilities. Yeah, she, she does. She was adopted by the Amazons and imbued with powers. Artemis? Yeah. Are you sh- I'm almost 100% sure that was Because she was, um, she was Sportsmaster's daughter. No. She- oh, no, wait. But, oh, maybe it was. No, it was Artemis. But we'll this is a different Artemis. Okay. I'm still that. reading about Rebirth, trying to learn a, a little bit more. Um, there's a woman, Green Lantern, and a male. There's Jade, and then there's, um, I, is it Isaac Baz? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Simon Baz. Simon Baz. And they're the new Green Lantern. Asian Batman. Batman. Asian, Asian Superman. Uh, Asian Superman. Which is so weird. It's, listen, we see Superman as the, oh, he's the Great White Hope, which is who we call Tyler Johnson of the Miami Heat, because <laughs> he's like, he's the Great White Hope. That's what we were calling him, like, oh, he's going to, he's going to help us out. But now it's Coran Drogba. But uh, everybody knows that Superman is a, a white superhero from Kansas. He's the, all, he's the all-American superhero. That's who, even though he's an alien, he's the all-American superhero. Now, True, if, if you would have turned Supergirl into, Superman into a woman, if you would have made him black, if you would have made him uh, Latino, if you would have made him anything, if you would have made him a Martian... It doesn't matter. It they're it really, changing. It they of, they completely facelifted Superman. It's not a bad thing though, because now a new generation can grow up with an Asian Superman. But we like like a lot of like in the sixties, everyone, everyone everyone I don't like change. Think, yeah, I don't like change. About it. In the sixties, everyone grew up with Jay Garrick. There yeah. was no Barry Allen. Yeah. That's who they grew up with. We grew up with Barry Allen. We grew up with Wally West. Now everybody gets to grow up with it with all of these new characters. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just more it's characters. New. It's, it's, new. it's fun. It's new. it's new stories, new team-ups, new animated series, new movies, new this. So what's interesting is now we're getting 
all of the DC movies from what we're supposed to get. But 20 years from now, we'll get all of these. That's how they make money. That's how they keep it they going. Reinvent you them. have to reinvent everybody. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm open to it. I mean, you know, I guess it's interesting. I, I mean, maybe this Superman will be better because, like, I was not a fan of the Zor-El one. Like, the, the when they made him black and then he had that weird blue suit and stuff. Like, And it wasn't... Kind of like Blue Marvel? Yeah, it wasn't like... And it wasn't the, the race thing. It was... I didn't like the way they, they, they built that character. I didn't, they didn't I, do a good job right, with that it, character. It felt like the, the only reason they did that was to make him black. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that the, the whole concept was to be like, well, he's black now. We have we need some diversity. Affirmative action is coming in. This one... Instead of taking like your time really and developing him right. as a character and explaining the backstory... And is he communist, new... though, at all? Like, is, I mean, he's from... I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That, I, I won't know. I know there's one issue out of just, just Rebirth. There's one issue that got released. That's it. I'm gonna have to look into that uh, a little bit more. But yes, I mean, so it's just a, a whole new building of things. I was there were some, I mean, I had some questions. Like I thought it was weird that when I saw the picture of Bizarro, Bizarro was wearing the old Superman suit. Like I figured he would be in the new one, which is like very red and yellow. It's very Hyperion like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and right. the S is like the S is like squared. It's I don't know. It's a little different. It would be interesting to see Hyperion as a villain in the movies because he's a huge villain. And then they have their own team as well. Yeah, the, the Squadron Supreme, yeah, you know, which they've already announced is going to be something they're doing. Good. They need to because they're awesome. Yeah. They're literally... Because well, they're, they're one of the few groups that really, as far as power goes, can really stand up to the Justice League. Oh, yeah. Like, it's one of those groups that's like, you know, them and then obviously the, 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 the Justice Society. You know, like the bad versions like Ultraman. No, Justice Man. Lords. Oh, no, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, you're right. There's quite a yeah. But then there's a Justice Lords. Yeah. And that's another movie you can do. There's so many movies you can so do. Many. DC has so many options. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, oh, else? we wanted to talk about the new release of the idea for Marvel with the new issue of whatever I guess Civil War Two is. Where oh, Marvel now? Yeah, where so Marvel now? Civil Civil War Two. Everybody's controversy with Captain America being a Hydra member, right? Which Ooh, I, what do you do? I mean, there's a lot of controversy over. I mean, I, I don't really care. I, I don't, I don't care either. Like Captain why. America. Oh, oh, and then I said I was going to talk a little bit about X Men Apocalypse. So oh, go ahead. Yeah, you can um, just do it. Well, we'll do one on it, but you can just. I mean, I'm just going to give my two cents. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought that there's way too much information in we, the apocalypse. We grew up with a different X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. We grew we grew up with the right version. Right. This was not done right. Is what you're saying? This could have been handled. Like Batman vs. Superman, this could have been a better movie. Right. I think what they needed to do with this one is kind of go back to where they did Days of Future Past and use yeah. the time travel yep. thing and start in the future and work their way back. Yep. That's, okay. Like, but this one, it was – the problem was is the movie was too short for so much information. Like, like it felt – everything was very fast and there were a lot of characters and and the world – they, they really didn't build things Spoil it for me. Really. Spoil. Did you get a Mr. Sinister? No. Really? Which, the, that was one of my hugest beefs in the thing, was that the way Angel gets his wings was just lame. Okay, so forget it. Lame as hell. I'll um, figure it out. I'll yeah. see it. I mean, things were just, I mean, look, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Just, I, I felt like it wasn't done right. I felt like they... they it could have been handled better. They, it could have been handled. It felt, it felt very rushed. And I'm not saying, you know, I, I heard some people liked it, but I don't know. I just, I wasn't a fan. And I feel like, you know, going forward... Uh, I, I really would rather focus on the Fox properties that they're doing with Deadpool. I feel like Deadpool needs to be their center hold now. Here's the problem. The problem is, unless T.J. Miller takes the reins, T.J. Miller, Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Unless Tim Miller, Tim Miller? Is that his name? Yeah. Director? Yeah. Unless so. he takes the reins of X-Force, they'll just fuck it up again. The, the, the thing is, this movie's set up for X-Force. 
and Deadpool will be in the X-Force. He needs to do that move. You, Deadpool broke all sorts of records because it was done right. This movie was not done right. And you're going to see by the numbers it was not done right. Mm-hmm. So this, they need to take their time with the X-Force. And they need to go, all right, we already fucked up on Fantastic Four three times. We screwed we up already, X-Men. We screwed up X-Men. God only knows how many times. We need to do this one right because this is our future. Yeah. I this think going forward, X-Force needs to be the focus. And they're, you know, look, the problem with the Fox properties is, is I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I don't, I don't care about the Fantastic Four anymore. I don't care about the, and I loved the X-Men. I loved Yeah, the absolutely. X-Men. I grew up with the X-Men. And, and now I'm just like, I, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Like, I, I'm done with it. Fox is great at starting new things, but ruining other things. And they are ruining the comics for us. They're ruining it. Gotham, awesome. Stick to TV. But for the movies, give it to Marvel, give please. It to Marvel. You can make money. Write a contract out. Like, it's, like I was reading it. Sony still, they still own the Spider-Man property. They make a ton of money. You know how much money they made off of Civil War? A ton. How much do how much you think Fox made off of Marvel for Deadpool? A buttload. Look how much money it made. That's what that's what they don't get. But but you know what Fox's biggest problem is is what they do is they go, "Okay, we're going to put the reins in your hands. We're going to give you all." They go to a director and they say, "Do whatever you want." That's why the first X-Men movie was really good because they just said, "Brian Singer, do whatever you want." But then they come in and they go, "Okay, okay, 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 okay. This is what we want to do." The studio heads come in and say, "This is what we want to add. This is what we needs to be in there. You have to have this and you have to have this." And you Rather have than have letting this. the creative minds do it themselves. Yeah, they they take over and they screw it up instead of leaving it in the property like the way DC has done with with Zack Snyder. Like they he has complete control. Jeff Jones has complete control. Like Oh, Jeff Jones literally has he is at the he's at, he's he's handling the reins. He is the tippy top of the mountain. He's the one above all. He's the one above all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, for this, at least. Yeah, no, he is. Stanley. I mean, he's basically... I mean, nothing gets done without Stanley's approval, really. Absolutely. Like he's, sometimes he just has to just say fuck yeah, it. He's like, whatever. He's like, I mean, that man is worth billions. He's going to be worth... He's going to be... I feel like Stanley's going to be our first trillionaire. You know how much mm. money... You know how much money that guy makes? I don't know if he'll be our first trillionaire, but we'll see. Um, dude, I'm, I'm good on... I'm good on everything. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we covered all of our bases. I can't think of anything else. Are we missing anything? Um, all right, yeah. If you guys have any questions, you can always check out the site. Um, the website should be up next week. I know we keep delaying it a bit. It's just I'm very particular, and I really don't want to just throw it up there. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, I, I, I don't know. We're, we're gonna get it out there. Um, if you have any questions, um, hit up the site. You're always welcome. We're always looking for guests to come on. Um, it's about it, right? So, as far as I'm concerned, this is Spencer. And this is Justin. All right, Spruce Goose out. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Spruce Goose podcast with Spencer and Justin. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. The Spruce Goose Podcast is produced every Friday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at iTunes.com slash Spruce Goose Podcast. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Spruce Goose Pro and Facebook Spruce Goose. All links are found in the show notes. Thanks for stopping by. See you guys next week. This episode is brought to you by Bensound.com, your home for royalty-free music, as well as Inducir, 
the clothing brand developed and based on Michael Malka's photography.